Hey guys, I just wanted to reach out to you and let you know that Surewinder is still selling amazing products. Some of you guys have been dragging your feet for whatever reason. If your shoulder hurts, do not waste time. Pull the trigger. I just bought uh, four or five of them and uh, we had two guys out. You know how much it cost me to pay for two guys being out with bad shoulders? We just pulled the trigger and we said, listen, everybody's going to have one on a truck. It's mandatory. You got to use it. Don't hesitate. Don't wait till your guys go down. It's going to cost you more. Buy a Sherwinder. What's up, guys? This is Ryan with Torch Talk Podcast. And today I've got a local guy in studio, which we've had more than usual. This doesn't normally happen too often, uh, but it's really nice when it does because I don't have to be on Zoom is nice because i'm on zoom way too much and the whole reason i got out of software was because i want to spend more time with my family and less time on zoom and in meetings and now i've started enough businesses to where now i'm on zoom all day long so how you like that um maybe maybe i attract it so anyway uh this guy reached out to me because he heard my podcast with tommy Mello. i think it was I was at our Milton showroom uh, uh, prior to launch, so it had to have been about a year and a half ago, approximately, and um, we chatted, had a lot in common. I found out he was local. He's uh, he's in the area that I grew up in, which is Norcross, Georgia, and uh, we just hit it off. Like, genuinely love the guy. He's passionate about what he does. Um, he had taken over a company called ECA. Uh, gate and lock and then um, he's taken that business to another level it was uh, in a position where when I looked the online reputation wasn't great it had been around for a while so he rebranded and he's really turned this thing around so I want to bring him on the show let him share um, some things that he's doing uh, he's very smart he's got good input and I thought it'd be a good time for us to uh, to hang out so Adam how are you man Good, good. How's it going? Doing well. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what's new with you, bro? Um, well, the new things is we are definitely uh, uh, in a position. I had I didn't think we were going to be in this quick, uh, moving forward with all the business marketing. Um, I hear a lot of this. Uh, you know, a recession's coming, but uh, I don't see it. Believe it. Um, I, I think if you. Uh, you avoid some of the the news. Uh, you're you're pretty. You're doing pretty good. You see, yeah. there's a lot of work out there to go get. We're we're going after it. So the door, like you guys work on gates. You do some um, automation, like uh, access control stuff. Yep. Uh, we've done some projects with you, and our relationship with yep. you guys has been great. Like Aaron overhead doors and uh, ECA. Yep. Um, You've sent us some, I think, some high-speed doors on a big project that you did. Yep, trying to get some more, too. Yeah, love that. We love high <laughs> speeds. We do a lot of them. Um, and then we have used you on some fencing and some gate stuff. Uh, most recently, you did a really big sliding gate yeah. for us at one of our uh, repeat customers. That was a monster one, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty big. Um, I call it a tail. It had a big tail. <laughs> That's whatever. what it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but that's what they wanted. And yeah, we tried talking them out of it, but they wanted to go for it. So we yeah. made it happen. We tried to talk them out of it too. Yeah. 
But it looks weird. Yeah, it does look weird. <laughs> uh, but sliding gate, I mean, like every job they've done for us, uh, to my knowledge, has gone really well, and our customers have been happy, and hopefully the same with Aaron Red Doors. Um, all around, like we just have a good working relationship. Yeah. I feel like no, communication. Yeah, and then uh, we do your marketing for ECA, mm-hmm. and um, hopefully you've been happy with those services. Yeah, yeah. We're, gonna, um, I'd, we're coming in here, it's, you know, get, keep that relationship going and move forward with it. We got yeah. some other things, so we got some heavy goals that we're going for next year, right? Yeah. Um, so let's talk about that. Yeah, the, one of the big things is uh, I, we've had a lot of people that uh, we've talked to that have said, hey, we're, we're backing down on marketing. And when I hear that, I think to myself, well, this is the perfect time for me to dump everything I can into it Yeah. and, and just go, um, you know, this is the old story, was it like, Kellogg's or General Mills and uh, I forget the other cereal company um, where one of them backed down on marketing when the recession came and it, it was yep. tough and the other one just went full boat and, yeah. and just blew them out of the water. There's multiple books, but the one that comes to mind is uh, Good to Great. Yep. Uh, he talks exactly. a lot about how uh, companies who back off in recession tend to die off over the next 10 years and yep. then companies who uh, do a good job um streamline their processes, probably make some operational cuts if they can, but yeah. but really hit it hard in the brand and customer service side, and they end up coming out of recessions like stronger than ever. Oh, yeah. So a big, a big thing that we've uh, poured into this year has been our a strategic plan, right? So, you know, how are we going to get through? We know other people are backing off, so how do we dial our marketing up? How do we avoid letting people go? Uh, make sure that we have training and everything else to bring people on so that we can grow with the work that comes in. And then how do we take that 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 cash that we're pouring into this marketing and uh, put it to good use in the right areas, right? Yeah. So how do we focus in on our, our perfect client? How do we find that person? Where yeah, we go? your customer avatar. Yep. That's and, so um, good. And I just want to say something real quick is going into this um, world of, you know, a slower economy, uh, it's more important than ever to know your customer. I call it a customer profile. Some people yep. call it like an avatar. avatar yep. uh, but that's just like the profile of your customer. Like what's their average age, male, female, married, single, like kids. Uh, do they live in a neighborhood? Do they not live in a neighborhood? Live in a house, apartment? Like where do they work? Where do they live? Where do they yep. eat? You know, things like that. So mm-hmm. um, if you create that, that profile, then you can narrow down like, where you can target these people, right? And yeah. and how you do it. And so marketing's now become more complicated than ever because the spray and pray, especially right now, is not going to work. It's just going to eat you alive. Yeah, pay-per-click will just chew you up as fast as you yep. would. You won't believe how quick that goes, right? Um, one of the things that we looked into on that note was, hey, who is our avatar? Who is it that we're looking at? And what customers that we have right now are just, just awesome customers who yeah. we want to work for, right? And... I actually have a meeting coming up later. Um, I think it's next week. Uh, we're looking at uh, we're we're gates in automated gate industry, right? So this is this is a luxury item for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some cases, like what we did when we worked on our one project, a security issue for them. So what we're looking at is for our people that are looking at luxury items. You know, where where are they at? Where are they shop? Where, yeah. What stuff do they read? And so we've got a a, a meeting with. Uh, kind of a publisher that does books for Lamborghini, Ferrari, uh, high-end car dealers um, that we see an opportunity of, hey, you know, these people get really nice gates, um, garage doors and 
you know, not really nice gates, but they get really nice cars. Let's put it behind a nice garage door and a good gate yeah. secured on your property. And a big thing that sells it for a lot of people is, you know, you watch the news a little bit and yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of car theft. There's a lot of that, um, security issues with your home, people coming on right. that you, you don't want on there. So if you, if you're an enthusiast for these kind of vehicles and, or you're just a, uh, somebody that wants to control who's coming on or off your property, it's a great, we need to be in that area. Right. That's where we need to be seen. So we've seen that a lot of these people giving us a call, first thing on their mind is, hey, how do I keep people from even turning around in my driveway? Yeah. So that's been a big uh, narrowing down of our avatar saying, where are they at? Right. You know, what are they looking at? What what magazines are they reading? What books are they reading? What pains do they have? Yeah, what are they searching for online? What's their motivation? Yeah. yeah. How what much they money do they make? Yeah. Yep, all that. So even then, a lot of them, it's, uh, we've run into a lot of customers where they're not, they don't have a job. They're older. Um, so they've retired, but they have a, a certain lifestyle they're living and, and they want to protect that. So that's where we come in. Yeah. And not only that, they want, they want these, you know, gorgeous gates. Like I've sent you the pictures of the ones we just yeah, did. Yeah, it was all nice. hand scrolling, just, just a ton of uh, metal work on that. And, uh, those came out beautiful by the way. Yeah. I haven't seen the finished. Yeah. We got to go out and take pictures. We got a little more work to do with her. She's actually got this big, uh, bronze elk in her driveway and <laughs> she wants us to come out and fix a, a cracked antler on it. Nice. I don't know about that one, but we'll, <laughs> we'll make it happen. Right. Ten grand. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Kind of looking at it going, Oh, oh all right. Yeah. I've seen this before, but you know, we'll make that happen. But, uh, it's those customers. Like she's one of the great customers where there was no problems. Um, yeah. the money wasn't, you know, I, I wasn't afraid to give her what it was actually going to cost. Right. Yeah. And, uh, she was okay with it. And you know, we delivered on that one. It took a little longer than expected, but yeah. we delivered on it. So, moving forward, hey, we we we've decided that we have to narrow this down. We have to find who that avatar is, and then take these marketing dollars because we're looking to spend a pretty good, pretty good uh, bit of money next year and make this make this thing go nuts. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing with Aaron overhead doors. I mean, we every year we get our avatar like more defined and more defined, yeah. and you kind of like weed out. Um, to the point where ideally, like if you're targeting high-end clients, it's so much easier in my opinion. It is. Uh, because, you know, there's lists out there where you can have, like I'm interested in houses that are $3 million or above. Right. Uh, well, if they're $3 million or above, most likely they got a gate. Yep. Most likely they got uh, Property. three or more garage doors. At least, um, yeah. You know, and they got, we do screens. So a lot of these people have big back porches and mm-hmm. patios and pool houses and stuff like that. So screens are great. Yep. Yep. Uh, rich people don't like bugs. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, like yeah. we can fix a lot of their problems, right? For yeah, the it. services that we offer. And then, you know, if something breaks, we're going to try and get there as quickly as possible because yeah. convenience is important to them. Right. Well, uh, they're, they're speed people, right? They, they want to pick up the phone. And they understand if it's going to be, hey, I can't get there today, but we'll get there tomorrow. Yeah. But if you're like, hey, we're two weeks out, this you know, for, for a lot of these people, it's unacceptable. Yeah. So you either have to have the, the, the force, the workforce to get out and perform these services, or right. you have to go ahead and, and, you know, target a different client that's okay with waiting. Yeah. One of the things that we're looking at is not only are we targeting, you know, our ideal customer is this, this higher end customer, but we're also focused on right now the crew is trying to figure out how to dial down what we call in like an economy line gate. Uh, gates aren't cheap in themselves, right? Right. It's, it's, 
you know, it's a misnomer. It's like garage doors where everybody thinks, you know, 2000 bucks to put a, put a garage door in, new operators, get everything done. It's, you know, it's, it's almost nothing. It's just not, there's a lot of work that goes into it, right. especially if you're getting a custom gate. It's a ton of work. So how do we, how do we deliver a, a off the shelf solution for them too? Cause you're not always going to find these, you know, multi-million dollar homes that are, are looking to get brand new gates put in. Right. Um, usually they already have them or they're looking to replace them. So the turnaround time is pretty quick for us. Yeah. Um, now this last year, I mean, it, it took a little while to get to some things like it took some time, like steel became an issue. Yeah. Again, <laughs> it wasn't necessarily, um, cause we, we have a certain type of steel that we use for all of our gates and it just, it took a while to get it in. Yes. It's hard finding it in bulk and we buy it in bulk. So, uh, I think we've gotten that taken care of though. Finally. Good. Finally got that caught up. So, um, I think this is moving forward. I think the opportunities are there for anybody that's really putting their nose to this grind and, and figuring out who they are as a company and then putting that out in the world. I think the biggest thing holding back a lot of contractors, gates, garage doors or anything else is just getting themselves out there. Yeah. Right. I mean, hundred percent. Are you, you know, what are you putting on your Facebook? Is it, or do you even have a Facebook? Right. Are you putting on YouTube? What are you putting anywhere? A blog post? Do you have a website? Right. How's it look? Um, one of the things we're doing is, you know, this the company that we had purchased and took over, it was a subcontractor company. So all they did was subcontract. So there was no branding. I mean, there was the website was what from the nineties. Yeah, I remember. It, it was terrible. Yeah. Um, so it was it was a terrible website. So if you know if you're in that position, it didn't take us but all but I mean this year, right? We started basically working in in March together. Yeah. And it's it's going. I mean, we are taking off. And you you sent me the results, and we see that every month and getting that schedule and taking it uh, to the next level here. So we're we're looking at next year going. This is we're in the right direction. Yeah. Where where do we pour it on? What I'm seeing, right, like anytime you have two philosophies, which I think it depends on on the client, right, or or the the business owner. So when a market slows, mm-hmm. our natural reaction is to pull back just because of fear, right? Yeah. Um, or there's some people who are like, man, we need to do more digital, and so they dump a bunch of money into like AdWords. Yeah which I still think is another mistake uh, personally, unless, I mean, maybe for a small amount of people, 99% of AdWord campaigns that I review are very wrong, yeah. like totally jacked up. Um, I, I've been on a rampage for three years because I keep seeing AdWord companies putting like garage sale as oh, a man. keyword. And I tell you, combined... Garage door companies, probably I've seen um, the like combined on an annual spend, probably like five or six grand mm-hmm. of all the ones that I've reviewed have spent five or six grand combined, all of them on garage sale. Yeah. Which got them zero. zero. Right. Nothing. It actually cost them money. Yeah. Because now they're taking their time to talk to these people. Well, they're probably not even calling. Most likely. Which hurting their bounce rate, yep. throwing their reports off. And it's a trickle effect because I believe too that Google wants to see that the relevant traffic is actually staying on the site. So yep. your your score drops, like you have all this stuff and it affects your whole campaign. So, uh, and then, you know, but many of these companies are using AI to build their ads and their keywords and, you know, they don't know the industry. 
Um, AIs doesn't know the difference between a garage sale and a garage door for sale. Yep. Um, so it's really complicated. Um, but no one wants to pay the price of what it takes to build a good AdWord campaign because yep. I'm fast. And to build a good AdWord campaign, like a legit, it takes me probably about eight to 10 hours. Yeah. Well, like to do it right. Well, there's been a lot of times we spent, I spent, you know, even if you get the app on your phone and you're reviewing it, it was, I don't want to say when I was driving, but hey, yeah, you know, right before I hop in the truck or get out of the truck, it is five minutes of just reviewing that thing, seeing what's going on, what it Mark your like. negative keywords. That's it. I mean, just updating it constantly. Yeah. And it seems like a really daunting task, but over the course of a year, you it, it def, you can really narrow down your scope and figure right. out what people are looking for. And a lot of it is, so for the gate industry, people are looking, they call it, you know, electric gates, right? And so there's two things that that does. One, that might be something for a truck where you got a, a lift gate, yeah, yeah. which is different than I want a gate in my driveway. Right. Um, same with like any other doors, right? So there's certain, you know, a front door is different than a garage door, right? Yeah. But they might say, I need a home door or something like that. So you got to be careful as what their words, what are people looking for? And right. AI, I don't think, can and decipher intent. that. Yeah. 100%. I mean, AI is getting smarter, but it's not it's, there it yet, right? Yeah. So you gotta you gotta figure out like, is it associated with what you're doing, or is it something completely different? Right. And what's the intent of the search? Right. Like someone searching how much is garage doors wouldn't necessarily be classified as someone who's a price shopper, yep. but someone who's um, who puts like how cheap are garage doors, or um, you know, how much do they cost? How much do they cost? That is that is a different, you know that that's a little bit different. So the yeah. the mindset. So I I try not to target price shoppers, but I try to educate people who don't know but have the money. If that makes sense, right? Yeah, that's it. I mean, they're looking for something. They're trying to get answers, right? Yeah. You, normally, when people call, um, they already have a good idea of what they're looking for. Yeah. Right. It's just us to refine that. What is it that you're actually? The difference is what a customer wants and what they're asking for, right? Right. So so they might be asking for something, but what they really want is not that. Yeah. Right. It's it's different. So we talk to a lot of them, and they say, hey, I want something just easy and simple. But when it comes to gates, it's a little bit different than garage doors. If you're stuck out of your garage, you could probably still get in your front door. Yeah. If you're stuck out of your gate, you ain't even getting to your property. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless, you know, it's like Order wooded or something. Yeah. yeah. So you're not even getting in. So in, And usually people don't want to jump that gate, right? They don't want to crawl over it or push it or mess with it. And, yeah. and so they run into these problems where it's like, it's a little different. It's not, you're really restricting what you have access to when you do something like that. Yeah. Gates, we did them for a little while. We've told you, like, yeah. we fool around with a few, but it's not much. Um, most of them are just repeat customers from the ones yeah, done in the past. But you can almost guarantee, I don't care how good you are. I just had this conversation with uh, Kelly uh, from Top Quality out in Oklahoma. He's like, we just bill in a second visit like almost mm -hmm. every time because yeah. we know it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yep. And so, like, if if you're not careful in the gate industry, the B-backs will just eat you alive. Oh, they'll do it quick, too. Yeah, and you got to, like, define yep. – what is a non-billable B-back versus a billable for the customer yep. so that that standard's there. Yep. Uh, because I've even gotten in a place where I've been like, dude, this isn't on us. And he's like, 
yeah, but I don't want to pay for this. Like, yeah, you know, whatever. And it's like, dude, are you serious? Yeah. Right now? <laughs> you got to get it right up front. Cause they're okay yeah. with that first initial one. Right. And then they just don't want to keep paying for all these callbacks yeah. where you're, you're coming back to fix something that in, in a lot of it is these things are temperamental. It's not as easy. They're outside. They're in the weather. It's all the elements. Every little thing could go wrong with it. Yeah, it's going against nature. Yeah. Like you're trying to make something do something that's... Yeah. and you're putting an iPad on a wall out there that's controlling some gates. Right. And you're hoping lightning doesn't blow the whole thing right. up, right? Water, <laughs> lightning, wind, and, and hail. We've, we've heard it all. Oh, I can get it. So, you know, we do all the proper surge suppression. I'm just like, you know, we've seen it all. It blows it all up. Yeah. Like whatever it's going to do, it's going to blow it up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's... It's a different animal. And if you're not ready for it, if you're not prepared for it, it'll eat you alive. And if you don't know how to price it right, too. So yeah. we've gotten, we have a lot of efficiencies in the business because that's what we do, right? So we can build our own gates. We can fix all of our own stuff. We buy everything in bulk. We've got big, you know, we put in big orders for everything. So it saves a lot of money on our end, which then we take back and put into marketing now, right? So how do we go out and get more people? Uh, and part of that is building the efficient efficiencies into this whole thing to make it go. Yeah. There's not a lot of companies out there that can turn around in two or three weeks, build an entire, you know, 37 foot slide gate with custom everything on there and, and really make it look good. And, oh, by the way, it's, it's, uh, you're able to get it out on site yeah. with, with like three guys and put it up, right? right. It's all the back end engineering to make that go. Right. So there's some details that everybody kind of overlooks when they jump into certain industries, like yeah. jump into garage doors, they, they miss everything. They're getting called back all the time because it never works. Or you're like, you know, you want to jump into the garage door industry, but you don't realize like how much damage you get. Right. Yeah. It's like, mm -hmm. I mean, we, we should probably be billing <laughs> in a be back for every customer ourselves just because they're going to hit it. They're going to do something with it. They're gonna but I mean, not even stuff. that, like we charge for that, but I'm just saying like, you know, I mean, I'm having a conversation with my, Clopay rep right now where we just sold seven doors. Oh, I get what you're saying. And damaged. six of them yeah. came in damaged. Yeah. Six of the doors That's out nuts. of seven That's nuts. have to be replaced. That's why it's we started like, building our own. Yeah. You're talking eight foot eight foot tall doors. Mm -hmm. None of them are small. Yep. And how many like that's gonna like for us, we do things very different. We're not here for speed. We're not built for speed. We're built for we're built for quality. Yep. Right. And so that's going to have two of my installers on that job site probably all day being very careful, you know, tidying up, cleaning up, making sure everything's good. Yeah. Um, and so, like, who eats that? Oh, that's it. Clopay should pay me for a full day's worth of labor, not the wholesale price, but the retail price, because yeah. I would have them making the money that, that we would be charging for. So it's like, you know, you got to account for all those things. I know every business has something similar, but I mean, the the volume of damage from all the manufacturers uh, yeah. for the most part right now is out of control. Consistency in everything, including price, reliability, quality, not just quality, but great quality control. These are things that describe Somer USA. Somer is not some startup company not one that you need to be worried about going out of business in the near future. Somer's a two, Somer and their family of businesses are $200 million companies. They're in over 100 countries, and they have locations in 20 countries. This is a large organization. 
who stands behind their product and works through integrity. And there's not another company out there willing to drop what they're doing and help you out like Somer. These guys are awesome. Not only have they been loyal to the Torsion Talk podcast, they've been loyal to the technicians and the owners of the companies who install their product. In my opinion, if you're not at least offering Somer as an additional option, you're cheating yourself. Listen, first-time dealers, I've got a special for you. If you buy 10 or more Somers between now and the end of the season six, while supplies last, we will offer you free shipping. You have no more excuses. The prices are great. The product is amazing. Go check out Somer USA and order 10 for free shipping. Well, another thing we've run into is, because we have larger projects, right? Our projects are always um, multi-day. We don't really have, even if you're doing a small residential gate, you're talking about a two-trip minimum. Minimum, you're doing two trips out there. And for us, we have finally just come to the realization that change orders have to be a premium. Have to be a premium. Yeah. So whatever your builders normally, make them a premium. Oh, they have to be um, yeah. because it it stops everything. So now I got to stop doing what we're doing and go get parts, and it's just it slows everything else down. Backs so up most builders, like general contractors, they'll charge like two fifty or five hundred dollars. Yep. For the change order. Yep. Plus whatever it is, and then marked up, right? Yeah, have to. So. It, it's a premium thing. When you want to make a change on these things, it's a premium thing because yeah. there's schedules and we're backed up. Let's say we're backed up two months. We just can't, can't, you know, don't have the the people to get it out. Well, right. if a customer throws a couple change orders at you and you're like, well, that's going to push us back three days on this big project. Well, that's that's going to kill you, yeah. right? So they they not only have to pay for that that the actual products, but the opportunities and everybody else that they're affecting. Right. So there's a premium that has to go into those. Those change you brought that up. Yeah. It's a good mindset to have. Like, I think a lot of people don't recognize yeah. how much that extra stuff costs them. Yeah. And and so if you're a contractor out there, you're you're a garage door guy, you're a gate guy, whatever you might be, most likely garage door guys listening, right? Nice. Um yeah. Probably if you're if you feel like you're not charging enough on the front end and you know somebody's gonna say, hey, I want to change something, start with your change orders and just make them more expensive. Yeah. Start there so you get the confidence to go charge more, because I I know it's a it's a confidence thing. You don't know your numbers. You're not sure. It always seems like you run out of cash. So hey, just make those change orders more. Yeah. Start there and then work your way into the front end of it. And Very cool. uh, if you think hey I'm gonna win based on we're gonna be cheap, uh, you're, you're gonna this is uh, moving forward here. You're you're gonna get you're gonna get throttled by a lot of people. You're gonna get run over. And I think going into another thing this strategically what we've looked at is next year, if we're going to be uh, dumping this money into marketing, if we're going to be dumping all this, we need to make sure that if, if we do have a slowdown, we need to actually raise our prices as we slow down so that we get more money coming in. Um, and we keep the cash flow going, right? Yeah. Cause otherwise you're going to, you're going to burn through everything real quick. You Overhead's can make, there. yeah, you can, you can make, you know, I don't know if everybody believes in this, but uh, you can make it through a recession keeping the trucks moving. Yeah. Now, you may be financing some of the future uh, by cutting your prices, but my goal 
my goal is to, you know, we try to evaluate prices every year. Mm-hmm. I'm contemplating lowering prices slightly on products, um, but I'm also want to negotiate those drops with our manufacturers because everything we do is steel. Yeah. Well, steel's gone back down to pre-COVID days and and we're still paying those same prices. Right. Mm -hmm. So I should be getting like, I don't need a hundred percent discount or or a 50% discount technically because it went up a hundred percent. So a 50% discount would take you back to pre-COVID days. Yep. So it, but if I could get a 10% discount yeah, it's huge. and adjust my prices down 5%, mm-hmm. now I'm making 5% more margin, but I'm able to correct the, the market. Right. So that's where we're at, right? And that's where every dealer should be at is yeah. trying to control cost and work with your manufacturers. And if they're under, under, like if they're unwilling to work with you on pricing right now, find somebody else, find somebody else. Definitely. That's my philosophy. You got to be shopping this stuff around too, because we're going into it. Somebody's going to want to get that business that you got. Yeah. Right. If you're, if you're a $500,000 garage door company, somebody wants that business you're, you're putting out there. Yeah. So it, it is in your best interest to go out and just ask, ask around. Say, oh, I have a great relationship with my vendors. Well, then you should ask them. Yeah. <laughs> I want to keep the relationship going. Hey, let's, what, what can we do here? Right. Um, so moving into this, hey, as you know, everybody keeps saying it, it's going to get bad, but man, we're booked. And I, I have a good feeling it's because we're getting out there, we're changing some of this. Um, one, marketing, so we're getting in front of people, getting eyeballs. So everything, every time we could do that, we're doing that. Whether that's, What's working for you in marketing right now? AdWords, we can crank it up or down to fill, right? Yeah. So I, I view AdWords as a filler, and then we're trying to do um, SEO to really get the customers. Yeah. The other thing we've been doing is we've just been asking people for referrals to their neighbors. Yeah. Or when somebody stops by and says, hey, man, that's a great gate. You know, who are you? What do you do? Here's our card. Here's a little brochure. Simple stuff does it, yeah. right? Uh, number one thing, answer the phone. Yeah. 100% answer yeah, the yeah. phone. I mean, it's, it is so easy to win customers just answering the phone. Yeah. Because you can usually talk them almost into the deal over the phone. Right. If you're just asking questions. Just, yeah. you know, be interested in their life and what they're looking for when you answer the phone. Yeah. And it changes everything. It changes the whole dynamic. Yeah. The other thing that we found is going forward, man, you got to be able to to give people payment options. So if you're not if you're not financing, if you don't have that sort of thing out there, you don't offer that, it's going to hold you back. Yeah. Because the people that are are going to win a lot of these customers. Yep. Just because they can offer something you can't, right. and it's not just value. It's not just value. Agree, hundred percent. This so, is the time to focus on offering multiple options, yeah. including payment options. But also like, you know, hey, this is just to get the job done. Yep. This is to to get the job done and address everything that could go wrong in the near future. And then, hey, this is like a Mac Daddy. You don't need this, yeah. but this is nice to have. Yeah. And then if you were to pay this in payments, this is the breakdown. And if you were to pay it in full, this is the breakdown. Yeah. Which one do you want to go with? And that seems to work really well for us. Uh, we have a lot of success with that. Yeah. One... Uh, we're actually changing softwares too, so that we can accommodate all this. What right? are you going to? We're going to Service Titan. Ah, uh, no, we've the onboarding. Hard if yeah. you can make it past the onboarding, I think you're in. Yeah, but most people kind of try to commit suicide during that process. <laughs> so we know what we're kind of getting into at this point. We've yeah. talked with them enough. So, uh, yeah, it's been 
we're, we're getting ready to make that switch because it does offer like, hey, financing is really easy to do it through the yeah. app. And there's a lot of softwares out there that do it. But in our industry, you know, Service Titan seems to be the leader for... It is. I mean, for garage doors, it is. Yeah. There is nothing out there for gates, which is a totally different animal. Right. It's and like a... I, you're like a niche of a niche. It is. It's crazy. And, yeah. and so when we tell people, when we show them our price book that we had built out, and it's all manual, basically, we built everything out on an Excel sheet. There's 4,500 plus and constantly growing parts that we have in that that book. And when we tell them this, they freak out. It's They're like, Doof. you know, nobody else has this variety because we don't know what we're going to get when we show up yeah and you got all the tiny other little parts and very little integrates one thing to the next it's not like springs where you could get a spring that'll cover multiple right. installations it's everything is really dialed in yeah. like you could use one operator on one set of gates go to the next set and that's got wood on it it won't work yeah so um it, it's a big thing so if, if contractors out there worried about hey what are we going to do going forward things are slowing down you're going to have to look at two things probably going forward. It's going to be how strategic are you? Where are you going to put your money? How are you going to spend the time doing it? And who are you talking to? Who's your advisors? Right? Like such and such. We're in here today because we're, here's our plan. This is what we want. How are we going forward with it? Right. And then the second thing is after you do that, how are you actually tracking where you're going with this? If you're a business owner, and I understand, I was just out at a job right before I came in here <laughs> talking with the guys, showing them what needs to get done making sure that everything's going to be squared away when uh, they finish up for the day. Yeah. And then I, I roll over here and it's like, hey, got to move on to the next thing. You got to set this time time aside and work on the business, not just in it. Right. And, and especially as we're going into uh, what could be hard economic times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, such good information. I feel like Adam, you and I are like on the same path right now. Like there, so man. much. Getting there. Um, you know, I'm – no one's perfect and – uh, I think, you know, part of me as I'm discovering things going through this journey, I'm like, man, I should have known this, right? Or yeah, I should well, be further along than I am. And yeah. so uh, it's nice to have these conversations with people because I think the listeners can see that we're still figuring it out too. Every right? day. Every yeah. day. Yeah. And it's like, you never arrive. No. You know, like you're always... So like we talked step. about, yeah, every year I learn more about our customers and what that avatar looks like, that profile. Yep. Every year I think of a new way to market to those people. And every year I'm trying to figure out how do we make our marketing more effective and either spend less or the same Yeah. and, and create more revenue at more profit. Yeah. And that should be the focus of everybody. And then on the flip side of that, while we're seeing this slowdown in the market, how do we control our expenses? That's and right. for a lot of us, you know, we're, we're like, I know I, we, I wouldn't say we run lean because, um, Aaron overhead doors has a lot of overhead mm -hmm. pun intended. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, there's not a whole lot of places for us to cut, you know, like oh, know. we go through that a couple times a year and try to find, and there, there might be like, Fifteen hundred to thirty five hundred dollars a year. Yeah, that's what we find. That I can probably be like, hey, I can do without. This is no big deal. Yep. And then, then there's like another level. It's like, okay, if it doesn't generate revenue, and you absolutely don't need it to yep. operate, then there's like another fifteen grand, right? Yeah. There's always hope. But that fifteen grand will impact our operations and efficiencies. Yep. So we're gonna have to give up money for efficiencies, and in some cases, that's a break even. Yeah. 
because you're now spending more money to operate, right? Yep. So it's like this weird game that you got to play. But where we can control our cost is with the manufacturers, right? 100%. And we can try to go back to them and be like, hey, listen, you know, and, you know, what I give my advice to GDU members is you don't have to negotiate the entire product line. Just one or two things. Let them win yep. on the things that you don't sell a ton of. Mm -hmm. And you win on the things that you sell a ton of. So go back and pull your reports and figure out what what model numbers and stuff that you sell the most of. And then go to the table and say, listen, I need 10% on these two models. Yep. Can you make this happen? And I'll give you your profit on the rest. Yeah. But the fact that we're seeing these manufacturers selling with 30% EBITDA, they've they're making the money oh, it's and there. then we're out here grinding our asses off and you know most of the people that i'm talking to are not killing it they're nowhere near 30 no. percent ebitda no. and we're dealing with all of the the warranty work and we're having to eat the labor to go back out there it's feeling like we're getting taken advantage of so I feel like we should put that pressure back on the manufacturers as, as business owners. And that's just the garage door industry. I don't know how that relates to gates or whatever, but I, every yeah. business has that, like that leakage in, in that chain. Right. Yeah. It, when you get it, when you start niching out, it really gets hard. Right. Yeah. Cause who do you tack? Right. And there's so much gate stuff out there. There's so much, and you don't realize it's a niche industry when you're in it because there's so much out there. Right. So it's, it's difficult, you know, where do you provide value? What can you provide value on? And I'll go back to one of the big things is just speed. You know, can you get there quicker than somebody else? And there's a premium people are going to pay for it. So there's two mindsets. Mindset one, focus on what you do and do it really well. 100%. The other mindset is uh, if it's the same tool set, same mindset, expand your services and create additional services. I wouldn't do it. So you think just stick with what you do and stay focused. We, we found, so this whole growing, this whole journey thing that we've gone through real quick mm -hmm. has been 100% fueled by the fact we focused on one thing. It, it is, there's nothing else. So we cut out, we were doing locksmith work. We were doing access controls. We were doing, uh, you know, uh, security cameras. We were doing the gates. Uh, and then we were doing like just kind of the random fabrication of stuff. And I have basically put all of the locksmith, uh, the security cameras, and access controls semi-back burner. And I said, if some an opportunity comes up, we're going to charge crazy for it, and if they take it, we'll go with it. Yeah. But we have just focused on just, okay, first thing we need to do is fix our gates and get this industry, automated gates, manufacturing gates, dialed in in this business. And it has, we have found where we just waste tons of money all the Home Depot runs, all these guys know it. Yeah. Hey, I go out somewhere. Oh, I got to go. Ain't working. I got to go to the hardware store. I got to go there quick. Pick up a couple things. We don't realize you've lost half a day going yeah. to home, you know, Lowe's, Home Depot, you know, you name whatever hardware store yeah. it is. You've lost half a day driving over there, coming back. And what's that costing you? It's right. costing you half a day of another job. It's costing you whatever you're doing to run around. Yeah. And, and you haven't built in for some of that stuff. So right. we've focused on, hey, get what we need in the shop. Let's focus on the one thing. I, you can spread thin a little bit and kind of expand out. Like we're going to go do a, you know, a bronze elk statue, right? Right. Which is just not in our wheelhouse, right. <laughs> but it's rare and few and far in between. Yeah. So we know right now that it's going to be the in between Christmas and new year's week. We're going to do that because it's just slow. Yeah. Nobody's looking to get stuff. Now we're packed. 
and we've already told the businesses we're working and yeah. a lot of them have already cut the checks for us because they got to get it off their books right so they know it's coming good relationships uh being a human answering the phone and uh just giving people the value they're looking for is a, is a simple conversation yeah. you don't have to know it all you don't have to you know vomit all the technical jargon on people you just got to ask them what they're what do you really want out of this right when, when this is done what are you looking for yeah security is it a sense of pride in your home is it you want a feel when you drive in is it you know what is it you're looking for reliability yeah. big ones reliability for everybody yeah right especially for a gate oh 100 percent I want to be able to get in my house. Nothing more frustrating than being able to see my house and not get in it. Not get in it. Yeah. And then you can't get a hold of somebody at night, right? Right. It's nine o'clock at night. You're coming home from a party or something like that. Yeah. That, you know. Drunk and you just need to get in the garage so the cops don't find you. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> just plow through the gate, plow through the garage yeah. door, get in. Um, so, well, lots of good information today, bro. Yeah, no, um, awesome. Thank you for sharing your knowledge and wisdom with us. Uh, I feel like... Definitely. The listeners got some stuff to chew on and kind of contemplate on things that they can do for their own business. Yeah. And um, guys, thank you so much for following along. Uh, we will uh, post this. Check out Adam Tomisto, ECA Gate and Lock. Dot com. Dot com. And he's on Facebook. We're on Facebook. So, we're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. Uh, feel free to reach out. Yeah. Uh, if they want to talk to me. Uh, you'll get the office. If you call the office, call the office and ask for Adam. There you go. He'll get it to me. Look at that, dude. He's even willing to chat. I, I am. Go for it, man. It's, if you're out there doing gate stuff and you're going, man, I'm, I'm really having a, str- a tough time with this. Yeah, give us a call because we I've struggled mightily. The only thing I think that saved me and got me up to speed quick was I was a design engineer in my, the past life. So a lot of that stuff, it really kicked in hard. And I, I went, oh, I, I got to figure this out, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't as easy as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So. Well, guys, thank you for following along. Make sure you like our Facebook page. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to your podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. And if you do subscribe to YouTube, make sure that you hit the bell so you get notified every time we upload a video. Thank you so much. And that's such and such media on the YouTube channel. Hit us up. Let us know if you need anything. We love you. Stay safe. Have fun.